Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you're here. And I'm going to just dive right in. I am positive that if you have been in dental practice for even one hot second, you've heard at least one patient tell you something along the lines of, no offense, but I hate going to the dentist. Am I right? Like, as dentists, we really need to develop a thick skin, right? I mean, what the heck? Seriously, how do you respond to this? It is so funny. Patients truly crack me up. Um, but, as you know, as a dentist, at least for me, you know, for 15 plus years, I heard this so many times. And the majority of the time, I would just kind of awkwardly smile and nod and maybe give the patient some kind of a look like, you know, kind of compassion, like, yeah, I get it. It kind of sucks to be here, but oh well, sort of thing. But, you know, in reality, here's the funny thing. Internally, I've actually always wondered to myself, what are they trying to achieve by telling us that they hate coming to the dentist? Do they think that, you know, I'm going to be all the more excited to get their treatment done? Do they think that, you know, maybe it's like, Perhaps a weight, like a huge weight off their shoulders to make this confession so that then they can finally relax. I'm just really curious. Do they think they're starting off the relationship, you know, coming to the dentist on the right foot? I truly have toyed with responding with all kinds of snarky comments like, oh, really? You hate me? Well, guess what? I hate you too. But Of course, I wouldn't actually do such a thing. But it does just truly make me wonder. If I stop and I think about the patient, is it possible that they might just be communicating something along the lines of, I'm afraid, I'm nervous, I'm scared, I'm doubtful, I don't want to feel pain. I bet you'd agree that at the core, that's the essence of what they're trying to convey. And when I think about it from that standpoint, I actually feel quite a lot of compassion for the patient. You know, I think to myself, okay, I get it. You don't want to be here, but I'm going to try to make this as easy as possible for you. Now, the other interesting thing is that you most likely have a very good understanding that there are patients that might come into your office with a really great attitude versus, you know, obviously those patients that come in and plop themselves in the seat and tell you that they hate going to the dentist. And we all know that the patient's attitude really is correlated, at least to some degree, with the outcomes, right? It's not just fluffy, woo-woo kind of stuff. And I'm not insinuating that patients need to have amazing attitudes 
and be excited to have dental treatment in order to have good outcomes. But in truth, we know the value and the impact that a positive attitude can have and in turn, the effect that a negative attitude has on the patient's treatment, right? On on their outcomes. Also, we know that not only does the patient's attitude matter, but, you know, the words that we choose when we're talking to the patient, when we speak to the patient, those words will influence, you know, their acceptance of treatment, their perception of the work that we're going to render, their perception of the quality, our chairside rapport or lack thereof, right? is very important in playing a role in the entire patient experience, right? Now, look, I'm an endodontist, and I want you to just imagine I finished a consultation for a lady, um, let's say it's tooth number three, and I'm about to tell her my recommendation for treatment. Do you think I tell her, Look, lady, you have a massive hole in your mouth in, in, in this tooth number three, and there's just all kinds of junk that's already started to kill the nerve. And you have two two options. I can, you know, jam a few needles in, in your face and then, you know, jam more little tinier needles into the tooth to clean out the nerve. And that way, you know, you could probably keep the tooth. Or I can just send you to have the entire tooth yanked out of your head. Of course, I'm not going to talk to a patient that way, right? I would more likely say something along the lines of, well, your tooth has an infection at the base of the root, which means that in order to keep this tooth, it would need endodontic treatment, which consists of cleaning out the canals and filling them with this particular filling material. And then you're going to go back to your dentist to protect and cover your tooth with a crown. And the alternative to this treatment would be to have the tooth removed. Now, you see the difference? You can hear the difference, right? We are acutely aware that the words that we speak to the patient really matter. They make a huge difference. And (laughs) you might be wondering, what the heck does this have to do with weight loss? And if you're asking that, I'm so glad you asked. Let me ask you this. What words are you using to describe weight loss to yourself or even to other people. How often do you commiserate with family or friends, maybe girlfriends, about how much it stinks to have to start a diet on Monday, you know, as you're enjoying drinks and appetizers and dessert on Saturday night? Or how horrible it might feel to be on a diet that you just started? Or how much you can't wait to be off the diet? or how hard it is to stick with the diet, or, or how, you know, this diet better work, or how horrible it is that this diet isn't working, or how hard it is to stick with, or how much you think that you should go on a diet even though you have no intention of it. I want you to be honest. 
Don't worry, I'm not hearing your answers. It's totally fine. <laughs> There's no judgment here. But seriously, are you, you know, proverbially plopping yourself down in the dental chair saying that you just can't stand going to the dentist, you know, by basically telling yourself that you can't stand the process of losing weight, whether you're actually actively doing it or not? If that's you, I don't want, I'm not trying to blame you for feeling this way. And actually it's a hundred percent normal. The vast majority of us have acquired this attitude from our society. We are taught that diets and the process of losing weight must be miserable. Just like so many people have been taught that going to the dentist needs to be a miserable experience even if they've never actually even had a negative experience at the dentist. And so I want to tell you that you actually have 100% control over your attitude. You don't have to stay feeling this way forever if you have, you know, negative thoughts and feelings about weight loss. It doesn't have to be that way forever. So how do we actually start to change our attitude? We start by just noticing our thoughts and our attitudes about losing weight. We start by paying attention to the attitude that we have towards ourself and our own ability to make change. Are you building yourself up with belief that you can make it happen for yourself? Or are you pretty much using every opportunity to tear yourself down and to chip away at any belief that you might have that you actually can lose weight? And more than anything, that it could potentially be anything other than a negative experience. If you're here, you want to lose weight. And there is a possibility that you've tried losing weight in potentially a lot of different ways over a long period of time. Maybe you've felt like you've been spinning your wheels like I did for many, many years. And you might even start to think to yourself that it's pretty much just a fact that losing weight needs to be hard and it needs to be miserable. You may even be extremely doubtful and nervous in your own ability to make change. And I totally get it. I'm not even suggesting that you need to go to a place where you magically think that weight loss is easy and fun and that, you know, you can 100% make it happen for yourself. Although truthfully, sidebar, I'd love to show you how you truly can make it easy and even fun for yourself. But what if, just what if you started to notice when you start to have a thought like, you know, losing weight is hard, or I hate losing weight, or I hate going on diets. And instead, allow yourself to, to think it and feel it and yet have an open mind that you may not always think and feel that way. Like it, it isn't a permanent state of being. Sometimes we speak things into existence, just the way we think about things. In other words, we know that sometimes patients will feel nervous and they will think that going to the dentist, you know, is most likely going to be miserable. And we know that then they create a miserable experience for themselves. So if this is you, I would ask you, what would happen, just what if, 
if you decided to start noticing when you might be making these, you know, kind of blanket statements, all or nothing statements in your mind, maybe things like, oh, I'm so bad at this, or I just can't get my act together, or here I go overeating again, or I hate meal planning, or I'm bad at diets, or oh, I guess I'm going to have to give up carbs yet again, and so on and so forth. Let me take you back to the analogy of a patient that's in the dental chair and they tell you that they hate going to the dentist. How do you usually handle these situations? What do you usually tell the patient, if anything at all, besides a a shrug? I don't know about you, but for me as an endodontist, I actually really pride myself on delivering care and surprising patients with how simple the process truly can be. I've been known to tell people that maybe the best part of our job as dentists is, you know, the low expectations. But that said, I'm not necessarily even trying to get the patient to think that, you know, getting a root canal needs to be a 10 out of 10 tantalizing experience. And what I mean by that is, you know, they're choosing to have the root canal done and I'm going to do it for them. And While it would be amazing if they actually could be excited and feel positive about the entire process, you know, positivity isn't even necessary. So if they're coming in with a really negative attitude about the entire thing, you know, they plop themselves in the chair and they say, I hate being here. I hate going to the dentist. I'd rather be doing just about anything else, right? My goal with them is simply to get them to a place of neutrality and to to get them to a place where it's just kind of matter of fact. And so instead of fixating on thoughts like, I hate being at the dentist and I'd rather be somewhere else and this is going to be painful and this is also going to cost a ton of money, maybe we can gradually start to just ever so slightly change the story to something a little bit different, maybe something along the lines for the patient, like the following, you know, I'll be glad to get this done. I'm glad that I'm getting this taken care of, even if I'm not excited to be here. I'm looking forward to being out of pain. I know I can get this done. I don't want to be the kind of person that's putting off dental work. I know I'm in good hands. I will raise my hand if something hurts me, et cetera, et cetera. And so the patient doesn't even need to get to this place of, oh, yippee, I love going to the endodontist and I love root canals. They are so much fun, you know, rainbows and unicorns and all of that, right? Like the patient doesn't have to be ecstatic to be in your office. And notice, however, just the impact that, that you can sense from going, to a pl- going from a place of negativity, right, a negative mindset, just to a neutral one, just very matter of fact. And so think about it for you. If you're noticing that you don't have necessarily the best attitude towards losing weight and your ability to lose weight, I actually just want you to ask yourself this very simple question. Is there another way that I'm willing to start to think about this? And am I open to the possibility that my current thoughts and feelings about weight loss 
may not necessarily be how I will always think about weight loss. As humans, I just want to remind you, we are dynamic beings. We are not static. Our thoughts, our attitudes, our opinions, all of these things can actually change. If you currently think losing weight needs to be challenging, you can either create that experience for yourself or you can decide to deliberately work towards neutralizing the experience, you know, at a minimum so that you don't have to have a miserable time while you're losing weight or worse yet, choose to not lose weight because the process would otherwise be so miserable. Maybe if there's one way that I can summarize or maybe rephrase everything that I've just said would be, number one, get clear on what your current thoughts and attitudes are on the process of losing weight. And if you notice that it's overwhelmingly negative, here is my one question. Are you willing to be wrong about it all? Are you willing to approach weight loss with a completely open mind, one that is receptive and open to having an experience that isn't actually miserable? What if that's actually possible for you? (laughs) Side note, I'd love to actually tell that to patients. Like, you know, are you open to having an awesome experience at the dentist? Or at a minimum, how about just a neutral one instead of a really miserable one, right? Like, I bet most patients would be like, well, yeah, I don't want it to be miserable, right? But notice if your current thoughts and feelings about weight loss just feel so true for you that you're almost unwilling to give them up, right? So really, even if you swear up and down that all your thoughts about weight loss like are totally true and are completely unchangeable, what if you had the ability to just not focus on them so that then you could find a place of neutrality and be able to work towards your goal, right? In a way that just doesn't feel miserable. That's what I want to help you do. And I want to leave you with a few quotes from one of my clients. I want to share these with you. Um, Her name is Marissa, and she's a general dentist. And this is what she had to say after working together and losing 20 pounds. For starters, I asked her to tell me um, what were really her biggest obstacles when we started working together. And in her own words, she said, I couldn't stick to anything. I just didn't have the willpower. I had no control. I loved food so much. And I thought that I would be so bored if I couldn't count on food for entertainment. Then she ended it by saying that has not been the case at all. And then she went on to say, the leaps and bounds that I've made losing 20 pounds I absolutely love it. I don't know if I believed that I would have been at this point before starting weight coaching and that it would be sustainable. I'm the living proof. I'm not nervous that the weight is going to come back on. And just side note, you know, Throughout our time working together, she went on multiple vacations. She had plenty of times when, you know, 
things at the office were stressful and busy. Um, there obviously were many weekends, holidays, special events that she um, attended throughout our time together. Then when I asked her what she would have told herself at the start of working together, if she could actually go back and talk to herself, you know, 20 pounds heavier, what would she have said? And she said, I would have had trouble believing it previously. Maybe I could have believed that I would have lost 20 pounds, but I would have thought that it didn't sound like fun. And why am I telling you this? Because Marissa is a beautiful example of how your opinion of the process of weight loss can actually change. You can make that change, but it all starts with you being open to it. I can't force you. Nobody can force you. It just starts with you having this little glimmer inside of you that speaks to you and says, you know, what if this doesn't have to be miserable? What if there's another way? What if it can be doable? (laughs) And then my personal favorite, what if this can actually be fun? This is 100% possible for you, my friend. And I am 100% here to support you in your journey. And before I close, I want to ask you, have you heard about the Weight Loss for Dentists program that I've created? It's a process that incorporates one-on-one coaching with an entire program, a course that I have developed to help you to lose weight permanently without resorting to restrictive fad diets, without cutting things out of your diet, without even intense exercise, unless that's your thing. And if that's your thing, that's totally fine. It's just not a requirement at all. And it isn't too good to be true. You can actually lose weight for the last time, i.e. permanently, and I can show you how simple it can be. So to learn more, if it's a good fit for you, schedule a free call with me at drnatanya.com forward slash connect. That's drnatanya.com forward slash C-O-N-N-E-C-T. Oh, and one last thing, please be sure to share this podcast with a friend that you think might benefit from it and leave a review. Thank you so, so much. It is so appreciated. All right. I can't wait to chat with you next week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.